This episode is powered by Safety FM. This podcast is being sponsored by SafetyConsultantBlueprint.com. This week, I'm going to do music from the podcast, which are all produced by me. And we'll also review some of the tips of the week from episodes past. This is the music episode. Do you want to be a safety consultant? Listen to Dr. J. Allen of Safety FM give his experience after taking the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. But I really think that you have a genuine good product there that can really assist people if they're interested in becoming a safety consultant. Register for the Safety Consultant Blueprint at www.safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Enter code PODCAST for a special discount. The tip of the week is to invest in your company. You ever hear the saying, it takes money to make money? They're actually right. It is true. It does take money to make money. I've had to do several courses to invest in myself to make sure that I am up to date with the latest practices, the latest information. So that course that I would have to take, I have to fly to, I have to pay the hotels, I got to pay for registration. That's one of the things. Uh, Upgrading some business uh, programs, all those things take money, but it sets you apart so that therefore when it's ready for you to give back to your clients, you now have a product or a service that you may have paid into, even if you had to hire someone to help you develop a website. That's an investment into your company, so don't think of it as money going out, money going out, money going out, all the stuff that you're spending money on. Think of it as an investment into your company so that you could bring money in. And in some cases, some of these investments that you're using to bring money in to service your client better can also be tax deductible as well. So you have to talk to a tax accountant or a specialist in that field just to see if there is something that you could write off. But the mayor thought of investing versus spending money is mindset shift that you'll need to make. So yes, it does take money to make money. So the tip of the week is invest in your business so that you can make more money.
This week's tip of the week is to use OSHA as one of your reference points, but not just OSHA. You want to make sure that you go to anything else that's applicable. And the best way that you could find out other applicable standards, especially if they have been through the vetting process of OSHA, uh, is to look at Section 6 of 1910, 1926 in general industry or construction. Uh, you want to find information that's incorporated by reference. So that means OSHA says entities such as the National Fire Protection Association or Compressed Gas Association, someone like that, they've got so much information about certain chemicals, certain processes, certain, certain procedures, that their guidance is even better than what we could put together. So we're going to use their pamphlet, their booklet, their uh, voluntary standards as if it is OSHA's standard and we're going to incorporate their documents into OSHA's standard and they'll be incorporated by reference. So look for an incorporation by reference and then uh, go to that particular entity look at the document that's being incorporated by reference and use that as another backup to your uh, your justification of services as well as uh, something that you'll include in your written programs, your training, any of that. So just know that OSHA isn't the end-all to be-all. You've got a lot of other entities out there that could really help you understand how to uh, be a better consultant. So look for incorporations by reference first and foremost to see if there's another entity that OSHA has already talked to. And then uh, to back that up, I would talk to if there's an operator at a facility that's been doing the work or uh, someone that's actually has more experience than you in the process Talk to them, get a good understanding of what they do, how they do it, and find out from them if there's any resource or reference that they go back and they refer to to help them with their job or they would give to a new guy for training. So that document as well, whatever it turns out to be, you can use that as another justification for your recommendations. And then it also gives you another uh, back insight as to a holistic view of whatever that problem is that you're trying to solve. It's not every safety consultant can solve every single problem. So that's why you need to uh, go back to resources. And when I say not solve every problem, I mean by memory or uh, just right off the blue without doing research. Part of our job is to go back and do some research and really find out what other documents outside of OSHA standards have to say. Because again, OSHA standards are minimum standards. 
That means, bottom line, <laughs> that's the last, uh, that's the standard that you should minimally hit. You want to get to standards that are going to be higher in quality, meaning uh, some of these other entities. ANSI is another one. The consensus standards would call that. ANSI's documentations, they go really in detail, step by step by step of how to do particular things. And even if it's like equipment, they'll show you exactly how uh, to make sure equipment's been tested and rated correctly. Uh, you're not going to find that in OSHA standards. So go beyond OSHA. First, look for incorporation by reference as section six of each standard, uh, especially general industry and construction. And then uh, you should also talk to an operator, talk to someone that's doing the job. What resources do they go to? Uh, and then the other thing might be just go ahead and, and just look it up. Look up something in the American National Standards Institute, ANSI. If it has to do anything with fire protection or equipment that can't cause fire, then you're going to want to look into National Fire Protection Association. If it's electrical, go to the National Electrical Code. If you're not in the U.S., then you could also find other entities in your country that are outside of your regulatory body just so that you could get a good understanding of other professionals that can help you and, and other material that can help you as giving you a clear understanding how to advise a client.
the tip of the week. The tip of the week this week is to use the Boolean search that would be putting quotations in around the word that you want to search or phrase you want to search in Google. So if I want to look up safety consultant, and if I just typed in that without the quotations, I'm going to get a search from Google that will be all safety. In the search, there'll be all consultants. If I wanted to do safety consultant uh, without the individual words being searched, I put the parentheses on it. So now that I have opens parentheses, safety consultant, close parentheses, then it's only going to look up that phrase. So that's called a Boolean search. You want to do that Boolean search for that reason so that you can have you know, specified search results. So you could do this with also using Google Alerts. So I do this all the time. If I know I'm going into an area and I want to find out a little bit more about the area, I would do the name of the town and do that in quotations, then comma, and then uh, it's either OSHA or it's something related to safety and health. So I would do that, and the search results are going to give me uh, different happenings that will show up in that area that I could use to kind of get a feel of what's going on. So they could do it just basically about anything. So use that. Use the Boolean search, and then I'll...
everyone's enjoying the music episode. That's what I do for fun. I've been doing music production for a long time and plenty of programs along the way, but right now I've just been having fun and I've been writing again, so that's pretty cool. And so you may hear some music change on the show as I get really comfortable with the new songs. And then the tip of the weeks, I hope they've been helpful. I truly believe those tips give me like a, like just energy. And also, if you ever wanted to get a hold of some of this music you're hearing, just go to sheldonprimus.com backslash music, sheldonprimus.com backslash music. And I'm going to start uh, putting these up on that page. So if you're interested in downloading them, uh, do that. Chances are I'll just see if I can get them to price it as the same as you would get on iTunes. Talk to my people and see what they could do and how they could set that up. So SheldonPrimes.com backslash music. All right. Let's listen to what's next. Thank you. 
for the week is you want to make sure that you will go out there and take some action. So one of the things I did mention before we took our break was who to talk to. And that is going to be the person who is your marketing director. So if you want to look out, reach out for the marketing director. If you can't get the marketing director, uh, then the editor, if you're writing uh, something, and then the other person would be the executive director. So those are your three people that you're looking for. You're looking for the editor, the marketer, or the executive director. So the tip that goes with this is when you're there and you're actually um, trying to get a meeting with them, first you want to introduce yourself very quickly. So get your 30-second elevator speech ready. So your 30-second elevator speech is going to tell them a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what your business would be a little bit about what your vision is and then try to get the final, you know, can we meet back here? So have that ready. I'm not saying you're going to need it yet, but just have that ready. So the the tip that goes with that is you want to make sure that the first communication isn't the sale. Don't try to sell and pitch, pitch, pitch right away. The first communication is going to be the introduction. Get yourself to get common ground as much as you can with that decision maker. And then you want to listen to what they need. So if there is something that you could hear in the conversation that says, oh, I could provide this, then that's what you're going to learn and, and revolve your pitch around. So for instance, uh, I my first meeting with uh, Alan and Alan was at the time, the head of the Florida Pest Management Association, he was the executive director. So I didn't know him. I just knew from a friend of mine who was a pest management uh, professional that he belonged to this association and that they do continuing education training. So I called him up, talked to Alan, who was the executive director at the time, and said, hey, I'm going to be in your area Yeah, I'd like to see if I could sit down and introduce myself to you and find out a little bit more about your association and how I could help your members because they have to serve their members. So I went there. I met with them. I wasn't really going to be in the area. I just said that because I wanted to get into the area and get that appointment. So when I did get in the area, then I had other appointments to do and and surely I, I was able to do more. But the idea was... I got started and I talked about him first. Thank you for listening to the music episode. It was really cool. I was happy to hear some of my music get out there. And if you have any kind of recommendations or anything for the type of sound you want to hear on the show or anything like that, uh, go ahead and do the Facebook group. Just post it in that. So that's facebook.com backslash groups with an S backslash safety consultant and that's the groups and we also have a page so it's facebook.com backslash I would just imagine pages <laughs> I really don't know just look up safety consultant podcast and you'll find us there on Facebook all right now have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next Monday
This podcast is being sponsored by safetyconsultantblueprint.com. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. Celebrate the big 2020 with T-Mobile. Switch now and get two lines for just 90 bucks and two new iPhone 11s on us. So you can take a portrait built for two with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry in to T-Mobile and get two lines for 90 bucks and two iPhone 11s on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Qualifying port-ins and finance agreements required.